Hi everyone and welcome back to another edition of our Best of Top Trader series where we share segments that we love and that we think you will enjoy and find valuable. My name is Niels Kastrup-Larsen and today I want to share something really great and very unique, namely takeaways from a conversation I had with the one and only Richard Dennis, the father of the Turtle Project from back in the 1980s as well as two of his turtles, namely Brian Proctor and Jerry Parker. In our conversation, we put the record straight for the first time on a number of myths about the turtle experiment, including how the turtles got their name, and if the original rules that were applied with great success more than 30 years ago would still be relevant today. And also how long it took Jerry and Brian to make sense of these rules. Let's get straight to it. Starting off with the very beginning of the turtle story. If you want to catch the full episode, then just go to toptradersonplot.com forward slash TTRT7. Now, there has over the last three decades been so much talk about how this trading experiment was named what the inspiration for the turtle name really was. Some people say it was related to you seeing a a turtle farm in Singapore, I think I heard. And another story I heard was it was related to a rock band called the Turtles that performed back then. Why don't you put us all out of suspense and share with us the true story about how the name came about? I'm going to stick with the the first story about the uh, turtles in Singapore. Okay. And then actually... That's how they got the name. It was a kind of a misnomer, but it sort of stuck. I mean, if if I had a dollar for every plastic turtle the people have given me, I'd uh, be indeed rich. <laughs> but but also talking about the name itself, and 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 I and I wonder whether you know uh, the seeing the turtles in in Singapore was something that happened you know years before you you actually did the program. But I also wanted to talk about the, the inspiration for for the idea behind creating the turtle program because again we hear so many stories relating to one in particular that seems to be very popular is that you and your partner back then, Bill uh, Eckhart, having seen the movie Trading Places with Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy where there was a bet made about whether or not you could train anyone to be successful in trading. You're going to get a heaven's no on that one. Oh, good. Excellent. Excellent. Well, can you share with us how the the whole idea behind the the turtle program came about? Uh, Sure. So one lazy Sunday afternoon, I was hanging out with uh, Johnny Walker Black and (laughs) I uh, started to think about my own trading and realized that I, well, a lot of it was just sort of rules that you know were informal and that I noticed that other traders operated according to rules. Also, and some of those rules were very bad, like a lot of traders at that time, their one rule was always buy soybeans. But having thought about my trading and the rules, it seemed to me that at that time, I just, to put a number on, I thought the two, two-thirds of trading was following rules and maybe one-third was intuition, the dreaded flare that we talked about during the course and that. So as the ice cubes melted, I started to make some notes about what I thought was true, 
what what you could do to prove it, and because it could turn out to be one of these endless debates that never comes to any conclusion. And it seemed to me that we could resolve the question by uh, trying to train people and giving them rules and uh, talking to them about intuition and things like that. And that was the genesis. And nobody told me it was a great idea, but nobody wanted to tell me it was stupid either. So we did it. Sure, sure. How how long before the actual program started was this was this something that you reacted on very quickly and said yeah this is a great idea let me let me do it or did it have to sink in for a while so to speak before you created the program it was only a couple of months before we put the things in motion like advertisements and newspapers that led to starting in about in january of 84 so not not such a long period of time after i thought of it Fantastic. I, th- I think that's a great story. And thanks for finally putting the record straight on, on this point. Now, Jerry, you got, as, as far as I understand, you know, very little training, so to speak. Tell us a little bit about that. But also, you know, uh, tell me whether when you were taught these rules uh, initially, I mean, whether this made sense to you the first time you heard it, so to speak, or, or did, it, did it take a while, be- be, you know, before it sort of made perfect sense? Well, we got great training, sufficient, more than more than enough. So uh, our training could not have been better. And on top of that, we got a lot of time with Rich and Bill and support, crazy support, from that you don't get in the real world. Mm. So... What was the second part of your question? No, I was just going to say, so, so you had this training, which I, I, is it fair to say it, it lasted two, three weeks? Is that uh, from... Right, lasted two or three weeks. Oh, I know, it did take some time. You know, we had something where we could go up and have lunch with Rich and trade with Rich. And I know some of those were very beneficial because I was able to ask certain questions and start understanding more of the philosophy and what was going on with the trades and how to think about the trades and the markets systems. So that was our trader for a day with Rich was very important. I think, uh, and I've said on other podcasts that, you know, it's so important, the sort of support we had and maybe an environment that we never have again, where if you're doing the right thing, you're going to, that's going to be the bottom line on your uh, performance or your evaluation of your performance versus please make me some money and I don't really care how you do it. In fact, these rules seem a little stifling. You don't really, shouldn't probably, you should use more flair, uh, for instance, which is a typical client. But, you know, I've said before, it's a bad analogy, but it's kind of like saying, if you, yeah, if you print the rules, maybe people can follow them or they'll know some good rules, but, you know, you won't be a Marine by reading a manual. And I think that we became uh, much better traders because of our just time spent with Rich and Bill and the way they ran the program was simply far, far beyond just a set of rules. I should say this about the rules. In my old age, I've come to believe that mediocre rules are better than good traders' judgment. And that's because one thing in this business you need is persistence. And it's almost impossible to be as persistent using judgment. Obviously, if you follow a system and do everything, you're being 100% persistent. Uh, 
So it's a little, it's a part of rule orientation that's underappreciated. just go back to the subject about what was taught back in 1984 i just want to ask all of you if you feel that now some 30 years later that this is grossly out of touch with the reality of how trading should be done because things do change or at the same time in life and in markets a lot of things stay the same feel free to go first any of any of you on 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 this one well good luck with that one <laughs> well, the markets have changed a lot. I mean, what works changing is a bit of a problem. But what's more of a problem is a lack of volatility. And volatility, it seems to me, sort of has trailed off over the years intermittently. Mm. And, you know, I'd rather have the volatility back i'd worry about the, i mean that's a variable you can't control but i think it's more important than adjusting the system although adjusting the system is important too sure 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 i mean maybe i should ask that to brian and and you jerry so applying sort of the the raw turtle rules in the year 2017 that would still work well i would say the basic philosophy hasn't changed you're you're continuing to do research, finding robust systems, uh, and that means systems with the least amount of parameters that tell you how to initiate liquidate or stay out of a trade. So it's, you know, we're always looking to ca- build systems that are based on momentum or based on range-dependent discrete time frames where you're confirming that a trend is in place. So you're always looking to capture directional price movement. And obviously, managing risk is paramount. So you, you, you manage risk from the trade size. You limit it in the markets and sectors that you trade. We have a, a risk management concept that overlays the portfolio that's based on marginal utility. So, so we're actually harvesting profits along the way, which is very different than what we did uh, learn the, the original turtle trading programs. But we're still doing the same things, just a little bit differently than we used to. And there you have it. If you enjoyed this short insightful clip from a past episode of the show, then you will love the new free book that I'm giving away right now. It's called The Many Flavors of Trend Following and includes some of my best insights on this perhaps the most dependable and consistent yet often overlooked investment strategy. You can get a free copy at toptradersonplug.com forward slash book right now to start your own investment journey today. Just go to toptradersonplug.com forward slash book. And make sure to come back to the podcast or my YouTube channel next week for more exciting and engaging conversations.